Welcome to TR Talks, where your host, Team Rajpal, talks everything Toronto and GTA real estate, from buying, selling, leasing, investing, and rental management. An unfiltered conversation with industry experts helping you stay up to date with the market. The tenants also need to understand because of this AI world we are in, chat GPT world that we are in, in a technological world, right? So there's a lot of fraudulent documentation yeah. which are being created. It is not that, you know, all tenants are not bad. No. Some tenants create and make other tenants look bad. Welcome to TR Talks, where your host, Team Rajpal, talks everything Toronto and GTA real estate, from buying, selling, leasing, investing, and rental management. An unfiltered conversation with industry experts helping you stay up to date with the market. All right. Thank you for joining us today. So, Nick, what's today's conversation about? Well, today's segment, we are talking about facts without stats. I love it. It's, it's, <laughs> and you know what? Some people may call it, it's all BS. Which is very fair, but we are just sharing our experience of what we're finding in the marketplace with regards to sellers, buyers, investors, and landlords and tenants. And I, I wouldn't want to add is, by the way, I'm Rajiv here. What I want to add is, is that it's not only we, you know, agents and the buyers and the investors we deal with, with yeah. the developers we talk to, you know, on everyday basis. And we are on several communication with different groups where we see what's happening. We see the frustration, we see the excitement, or we see the disappointment, and we see the solutions. That is a great, great introduction into what we're going to be talking about today. I think the main thing to focus on is the fact that there are different people on different sides of the transaction yep. who are seeing things very differently. But the ironic piece is, like, for example, if you have a buyer at a certain price point in a certain location, having X experience, another buyer, even at the same price point in a different location, would be having a very different experience. Absolutely. So the question is, these are happening in different pockets, but what are we seeing in general? So Nick, what are you seeing with your buyers right now? I think, well, actually the stats wise, we were talking about that. We don't have it in front of us. Definitely there are more transactions happening, more sales, more listings coming up. But at the same time, it's still not enough. I'm seeing that we are still getting multiple offers on properties that we are trying to bid on. Yeah. Um, not like a whole bunch, not like 10, 20, but still competitive being three to five, I think is still pretty competitive in today's market. No, absolutely. I'm definitely seeing that as well. Or at least that's what the sellers are positioning up each listing for. So we're seeing listings that are coming up. Typically, they're coming up with an offer date right off the bat. That's I would say a large quantity of them are coming up, especially under, I would say, one seven, one eight point million mark. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Not to talk over you, Zuxis, because it just came to my mind. I was, in fact, talking to a mortgage broker this morning for my renewal, which is due in six months. So yeah. I got an email yesterday, and then they said renewal is coming up. You want to call? So I said, okay, let me see what's happening. So I call and... The person say, oh, you are in real estate. I say, yes. So how's the market? I said, market is the way it is. You know, it's important that people do what they need to do for themselves, not because what the market is doing to them. Because, you know, I live in the area where 
one home was sitting on the market for a while but suddenly you know last week they relisted again and sold within two days and they were bidding and then we see another one coming up i said that's what the market is so we don't want to time the market which we all know and this is how things are different neighborhoods different reaction and i think that that's it's a week to week market literally that's what we're seeing right now it's a week to week market and you know to that effect i also had a conversation with a client of ours past client and we were just recapping over pre construction they had bought about 4 years ago and they said you know it's done really really well like the value of the condos gone up significantly but with these recent rate hikes and if this continues i'm not quite sure when i do get possession of the unit if i'll be in a position in which my rental numbers will make sense and i said that's absolutely a very valid concern but at the same time his whole strategy given the fact that he's experiencing this and is the fact that that client is looking at it from a perspective now of changing the mindset of the investor of saying oh i'm going to keep this property for 10 years or 12 years or whatever it might be to i'm going to make my money and get out and move on to the next one yeah so it's not a question of transactions are still happening but it's happening in different marketplaces depending on demand for different types of product at a certain price point absolutely just to finish on what the conversation was she said you know i bought my first home about 15 years ago at that time the interest rate was about 6% today is the same i said yes i said i've been in the business 20 years you know the mortgage rates were around 6 to 7% and today we are doing the same thing they're ranging between 5 and a half to 7% depending on what your package is i said but look at the values people have seen the growth in the value yeah you know that is where the thing is yes cost of constructions have gone up as well cost of you know building labor everything has gone up so it all depends on the reality not on imagination because there are some people who are still in the fantasy land Yeah. you know that is the biggest concern they're not willing to adjust their thought process in today's market in the current time yeah absolutely nick what are you seeing with rentals what's the market like like in terms of houses i think they're still pretty good i've been getting quite let's say even on the high end i had like a $5000 almost $5000 rental house in richmond hill and i had five six offers on it it's incredible in the last two weeks two and a half weeks wow so of course there was a lot of qualifications that we had to go over and didn't really match my landlord's standards in them so we had to decline but we finally got one accepted today and congratulations thank you excellent that's great news especially for the landlord and let me ask you brought up a really valid point there about the qualifications are you seeing landlords become more picky and choosy for sure for sure being extra careful on self-employed and of course especially when you're looking at a high rental like $5000 your average salary of let's say $100,000 doesn't really cut it anymore we are definitely looking at every aspect debt especially those people coming in we're finding a lot of people that are looking to rent these properties at least we got are self-employed and that's when we have to double check everything yeah triple check everything so making sure these are valid numbers you're right because that is where the tenants are showing their frustration in the market that yeah. they are having problem finding it the tenants also need to understand because of this ai world we are in chat gpt world that we are in in a technological world right so there's a lot of fraudulent documentation yeah. which are been created it is not that you know 
all tenants are not bad no some tenants create and make look other tenants bad just Same like things, landlords yeah just like landlords all landlords are not bad but yeah. some bad landlords make other landlord bad and i think the ironic piece is that i'd say almost 80 90% of the time even more than that landlords and tenants have really good relationships like the ones we speak to like great relationships 100% i would agree with that because i knock on my wood out here is that i've not had a single problem with my tenants or the tenants i'm helping for the landlords we are representing you yeah. know majority i would say 98% success rate we have had because a our goal the way our mission statement is and our you know core values of the team are at team rajpal is that we are here to help people solve their problems and look at the you know situation with a different lens yeah collaborate understand show empathy towards each other towards see you know how we can help each other out look for solutions not for problems in the problems right so that helps yeah i think we always recommend the landlord to at least meet the tenant in some way have a chat with them whether phone call zoom call best thing in person because at the end day you can get a grasp of what their feeling or personality is of each other the tenant can understand if this is a good landlord based on the initial first impression and vice versa but i think that honestly the landlord tenant board favors the tenant we have no problem with that as long as the nick the thing is the frustration is you favor the tenants no problem but look find the solutions faster than making landlord suffer for 8 months 9 months yeah, yeah that is not uh, fair yes yeah so that's why i think landlords are being a little more picky because once a tenant's in there and if there's any trouble yeah. it's really hard to get them out and or come up with a solution that benefits both parties like you know we've seen situations where it's out of the tenant's hand sometimes like when you have economic turnarounds like there are like people need a place to live but at the same time it's not it can't be only on one person's expense like it's something that people need to work out but this is a whole topic in itself i think and landlords i think are being more picky i'm seeing that myself and you know i think it's become a situation where there's been so much media attention on this blowing this quite frankly not out of proportion per se but there's a huge spotlight on this issue yes and therefore it's in the forefront of everybody's mind i think that would be the best way of putting it well we are talking like the topic is the facts right yeah. we're talking about the facts based on what's on the stats in the market we're not looking at the actual facts in front of us on the computer because that's the stats we always talk about but we are talking out of experience facts right correct so yes these tenants have to be screened but nobody has written on their name or forehead they are good bad or ugly right no but it is the life experience which brings in so it helps people the feeling but sometimes some good people are not that what they present to be so we still have to do our due diligence as landlords even our rental management program we have at key to rent you know we try to take the landlord's headache away because there's so much you can only working and manage the things and they don't know the rules sometimes yeah and cause issues in that sense you know but and it's causing issues by error right exactly a so, lack of information let's switch gears a little bit let's still focus on landlords but what are we seeing with regards to investment sellers who are selling their investment properties what are we seeing with regards to the market on that side rajiv i know you've been experiencing this yourself yes right? there are two types of people i have recently dealt with on the investment side is that the investors who are looking to sell 
One is, you know, they don't want to deal with any more of the tenant issues, even if they're under our management program. They say, you know, it's a little challenging. The other major one, this is a small portion of it. The major ones are people who have gone through most recent mortgage rates in the last 18 months. That is causing a little bit of challenge because the rents are not matching up to the cost of carrying, right? But it is not tenant's fault either. So what they're doing is instead of having multiple properties, they're trying to consolidate so that they can consolidate and pay off some of the mortgages while the carrying cost is lower and they can easily then add on more. And so what they're doing is they're selling the resale ones, like thinning down the resale portfolio and putting it into the pre-construction because they're going to be ready in about five years, right? Four or five years. So it is easy by that time market may hopefully, which we feel confidently higher side will be doing better than today. And I think then there's no mortgage rate exposure risk and no property tax. And we live in no doubt we live in uncertain times right now with regards to, you know, a small interest rate adjustment. But when we're talking investors, it's all about the bottom line. It's all about the bottom line. And what about sellers who are selling their own home, especially in the suburbs and places like that, like people who are selling their own private principal residence? What did they say? So that's a good one as well. Gita was helping the other seller, you know, two days ago. So the idea was they are looking to sell a bigger home and downside into a smaller home because they feel the kids have outgrown the house. They've moved on into universities and all independent. So they just want to now cash out so that they can keep some money for their own future living and just downsize to a reasonable townhome or a semi. It's a big adjustment in life, but that's what this is happening. But at the same time, the younger people who are professionals, I think one of you were dealing, they want to upsize to from a townhome because townhomes are in big demand. Townhome and semi, the smaller ones are selling five, six, seven, eight. We have sold of them in last few weeks you know seven eight multiple offers are happening yeah good money coming in so people are upsizing for that it's a balance yeah it's a balancing it's actually making a lot of sense for upsizers right now because you know the rate aside i'm talking simply the price it's the delta is a good jump right now especially because the lower price properties are getting more demand right like yeah it makes sense and as long as they can plow, people who've owned the smaller properties for five, seven years, especially, they still have a tremendous amount of equity. I was literally having a conversation with someone last night about this, saying, you know, if someone had bought, let's say, a property four years ago, and they had bought it for, say, five hundred or 700000 now that property, even in today's market, is selling easily for about, you know, eight hundred, nine hundred, plus their original down payment. So they have three, four hundred thousand dollars easily of equity in the property that they go and put into a bigger home for one point two or one point three. Their mortgage may not have doubled. It may have gone up a smaller percentage. Yeah. But they've got it a much bigger price property. So, you know, for them it's starting to make a little bit more sense. But again, it's granting with regards to the price point in so I know this is facts without stats, but we are seeing this a lot in different sectors and our job is to, you know, put it out there for people who are thinking, who are also going through this saying, this is normal. Like you're not alone through this and this is normal. This is what's happening everywhere. Yeah. So 
it's just like not being reactive yeah whatever happens don't react just pause yourself close your eyes take a deep breath and then think what is the best way to surpass this situation yeah so i think we've had some good mixture so i think these facts are good facts for people to see yeah well i think that's it for today's episode and everyone please follow and share this podcast with your family and friends comment ask questions and make requests on topics you like us to cover and we'll see you guys next time bye guys TR Talks is hosted by members of Team Rajpal with Remax. Rajiv Rajpal and Xerxes Barucha are brokers. Geeta Rajpal and Nicholas Sip are sales representatives. All registered with the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board, Real Estate Council of Ontario, and Canadian Real Estate Association. This podcast is for informational purposes only and not for financial or investment advice. Please do your own due diligence.